When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Steel Curtain Network, coming at you. It's Tuesday. It's, my goodness, it's almost 9.30. But as a Steelers fan, where else would you rather be? And with me as always, except when he's not, is my big brother Rich. How's it going tonight, Big Brosco? Hey, can you smell what Big Bro's been catching, which has been fish? fish <laughs> i was gonna say you had a pretty crappy day the other day didn't you yes i did uh, um yeah. yeah that was it that pretty crappy easter yeah so uh yeah lots of fish lots of fish hey that time ooh, of year we are we now we are actually coming to you right now from several different destinations i'll, I'll go ahead and let everyone know this is our first show coming across Streamyard. Streamyard is the not our first one on Streamyard. But StreamYard is the platform that we use in order to, to um, distribute our shows live on YouTube and Facebook and everything. This is our first show that's actually under the FFSN StreamYard account. So we actually have a little bit more stuff here going on. This is going more than just to our YouTube this is going more than to just to the Facebook. This is actually also going to the Steel Curtain Network Facebook page. If you haven't liked that, you can go like that one. Uh, this is actually going out on Twitter tonight. We're trying this out. We're going out on the BTSC Twitter account and the SCN Twitter account. Whoo! Yeah, lots of different stuff that's going on. But hey, this is part of the part. Part of what we're doing is. As, as joining FFSN, some of the things that we have going on uh, that the various podcasts now under a, a corporate account, it's pretty cool. And for those of you listening, unless you're catching us on one of the newer um, distribution platforms, hopefully everything's just the same because that's really what we're trying to bring. So, uh, Rich, we're kind of in no man's land right now, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are. Um, I'll bring it up because, you know, we, we, we were struggling to try to figure out what to talk about tonight. And I said, we're going to be an episode of Seinfeld where we are a show about nothing. No, well, we're not going to be nothing. We're, I, no. I actually have some ideas, we're, but we're going to talk no, about a few things. But we're, we're going to, we may, uh, as, um, as, as Everlast used to say, um, when, as part of House of Pain, we may jump around a little bit. Yeah, we might jump around a little bit. <laughs> how for me? How is that different than any other time I'm trying to do a show? So well, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe start I'll just off. Inter- maybe I'll just interrupt you a whole bunch tonight to yeah. be different. Yeah, well, just just to be different. We'll we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, or maybe I maybe I won't have to have to worry about the 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 long pauses when when I have to wait for you to answer. There's a bunch of dead air. Um, so, <laughs> so here we go. We are the first show 
that is recording um, live since the Steelers made another roster move. Now, this happened about 24 hours ago. It was not announced yet by the Steelers. It was announced by the player's agent, but it's the same agent that it was for Keanu Neal and for Braden Fajoko. That uh, it's the same one that there's another player coming to the Steelers, another defensive lineman. And that other defensive lineman is by the name of Armin Watts. Now, to me, both of those names carry a little bit different meaning. Uh, have you been able to look at anything yet about Armin Watts? Um, no, not really, other than the fact that, you know, um, since J.J. retired, they figured they'd go find another defensive lineman with a name. Watts. Yeah, you know, they, were, they said, you know what? You got to make the Watts happy. You got to have as many as possible. So they, so they, in order to try to appease the Watts, they added Armin Watts, you know, not Armin Hammer. Sorry, whenever I hear Ar, Armin or Arman, I think of, uh, the, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking he's a, he's a miniature horse breeder. So uh, that well, that's what I hear when I hear that first thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, that's a, that's a Big Bang Theory reference for those of you that might not have known. So, whew, the Steelers added another play on the defensive line. Now, Jeffrey Benedict and I, we are. this is the topic for our Vertex article this week. So, that's probably going to be out on Thursday um, because, you know, the news came last night. We were started to do something else, and we decided to pivot and do this instead. Um, called an audible. Um, I have to be careful when I use that phrase around my house because no one else in my family knows what it means, no matter how many times I explain it, that, you know, we called an audible. We're, we're, we're going to look at um, Armin Watts, um, and then we're saving our, our, our other two topics for the other two leading up to the draft, unless the Steelers sign somebody else. Do you think the Steelers are going to sign somebody else between now and the draft? Not leaning towards it, but they could surprise. Yeah. Look at where the Steelers were last year. We were going into the draft thinking, oh man, even, even Kevin Colbert was admitting that the Steelers were one starter short. What are they going to do with the other safety position? And oh my goodness. And it, it wasn't until the Monday before the draft that they signed Terrell Edmonds. And then the day after, the, it might have even been Saturday night. Was it Saturday night or Sunday when it was reported when they had signed Demonte Casey? Um, so we were kind of left hanging knowing that there was still more to be done. Have the Steelers done what they needed to do to create this no man's land time period of, all right, we've shored up things with free agency. Now we've got to see how the draft falls, and then we can fill in the holes with the last bit of, of low-end free agents. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. That's why we were kind, we're kind of sitting here now without a whole lot going on. Um we're not sitting here saying, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do at this position? Yeah. Um, because we don't have anybody like we were la like we were probably doing at this time last year. Yeah. Um, so instead, we're sitting here saying, you know, hello. Oh, sorry. That being that was one of my favorite Seinfelds, the talking. Yeah. <laughs> la, la, la. Yeah. But, um, you know, it. You know, it's kind of nice to not have a whole lot of worries right now, just waiting for the draft to get here. 
Yeah. I mean, this is a good thing. So that's one thing we want to understand is that, the, you know, you're, it's the no man's land, but that's where you want to be. You want to be in a situation where if the Steelers had to go to training camp with the roster they have right now, get their 53 players right now, I'd be really leery at quarterback because they don't have that third guy, but hopefully you don't, you know, just like last year, you would love for that guy to dress one game and otherwise he's in street clothes the rest of the time, unless they change that rule. Um, that, uh, that that's what you want to do. Right. So, and that's where they are. I mean, I, that, that, that they could do that. Now the draft is set up to upgrade. It's, it's, all you want to do now is you've got the pieces. Now you've got to make your team get better. And I'm actually happy that this is where the Steelers are. But even when you look at Armin Watts, you know, I'm going to bring it back to him because we didn't say too much. We're going to see what kind of defensive lineman he is. Jeffrey's already breaking down the film. This isn't like a Braden Fajoko. This isn't more of a nose tackle. This is someone that's more of a, of a Chris Wormley type. So um Going to have to break that down a little bit more. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Yes, that website still exists. Uh, pretty sure that it'll be Thursday morning. We'll have our Vertex out, and maybe we can learn a little bit more about him at that time. Uh, here's something. Uh, this is Robert Lucky says this. He goes, yeah, wow, the graphics look a bit different here whenever you bring yes, them it up for the, for, the, for the live chat. Um, that you know, I might be able to tweak that a little bit, see if that's still how we like it or not. But from Robert Lucky, he says, yeah, this move looks like no D-line in the draft. I don't think – I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that that's the case, but I'll tell you what, they don't have to force D-line in the draft. Yeah. Again, if somebody falls in the – you know, the next Cam Hayward sitting there at 17, why would the Steelers not do it? Yeah. But they don't have to. They don't have to stretch and reach and take a guy that everybody's thinking. My gosh, that guy would have been there at forty nine. Yeah. So I'd be like, uh oh, they're on their third pick of the of the draft. It's in the second round, and in the first three picks, they really needed to address this, this, and this. But man, there's someone here at forty nine that they thought maybe that they were considering at thirty two. You know, you want to be able to pull the trigger on something like that. Yeah. That's that's to me what this kind of signing is you don't you don't have to worry about having enough bodies there and right now i i think there's already more players familiar that you know that have been there with the steelers than what they have that they're really going to keep a defensive line right now even without the draft but that still doesn't keep them from using the draft okay right so uh, there was something else I wanted to say. I know we have a super chat, which I will get to, but there was there was one other thing I wanted to ask you about, and I lost it because it jumped. Um, two different things. One, Brian Mizwa says rumors rumors we are we are talking to the Bears about the number nine pick. Don't you think the Steelers are really talking to everybody, both above them and below them, just to kind yeah. of? I mean, the last thing you want to do is see that the Bears are basically giving away the ninth pick. And then you get somebody like the Ravens that trade up for it and get a steal without you even knowing know that something like that's going to happen. If they're going to basically be giving it away for next to nothing, kind of like their second-round pick, um, that was mean that I called Chase Claypool next to nothing, um, you want to make sure. I, I'm sure the Steelers have talked 
to a lot of places. So I don't know. So, I mean, I know that's the rumor, but I, I don't know that that one's extra special than anything else. Uh, Rich, how would you feel if the Steelers moved all the way up to nine in this draft? As long as it's done with a real purpose in mind, okay. You know, I'm, they could. But there, but there better be a real plan in place. Yeah, you don't trade it. You don't trade up to nine now because if the player that you want at nine isn't there, then what's the point? Exactly. But if if there's something there at nine that you didn't even think would be there at nine and you know what the cost is, why not? You know, I don't know what that would be for the Steelers right now. I really don't. I know what I have in my mind, but I don't know what's in their mind. And we're going to learn more about that because remember, over the next couple of weeks, we know what we're doing. This time, next week, We will be doing our mock draft simulator live with you all. So make sure you're here for that one. There's only one way. Yes, there is only one way to mock. Um, And I know because you don't like talking about mock drafts, but we'll do it ourselves. And you all are going to help us with it. So we'll have that. Two weeks from now, we're basically going to look at all my mock draft Monday articles like we uh, we did this last year. And we're going to take the players that some have said could come to the Steelers. And we're going to try to kind of almost figure out our own little big board. Um, so that's going to be two weeks from now. Just another weeks mock from now, draft Monday. Yeah, you know, that's the one I used to bust into all the time. Yes, I know. And then, and then three weeks from now, guess what we're going to be doing? <laughs> Talking, Talking about what the Steelers, Steelers just picks. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that show. Um, here we go. Kari had a question before we get to the Super Chat one. Any chance the Steelers sign the right Devin, a.k.a. Devin White? He wants a trade. So it's not a sign. They would have to trade for him. Um, he's got a pretty hefty salary because it's the fifth-year option. It'd be really interesting in how that would work out, but I just think it would be really funny. Wouldn't our – and I say our, probably Steelers fans, it's – and you know, particularly those those that are watching here at Steel Curtain Network, and those that listen and comment at um, at behind the Steel Curtain, wouldn't our collective minds just kind of be blown if we could go back to our 2019 selves and say, "Hey, you went with four years of Devin Bush and then replaced him with Devin White." That would, I mean, how would our 2019 selves handle that? They'd probably say, "Hey." Don't go outside. The end is coming. But anyway, uh, I, think white, I think a white head would explode. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would. Um, but that would be that would really be crazy to for the Steelers to get that. I just don't know what it would take. You'd really have to clear some cap space. That that would be interesting. That would be really, really interesting. So here we go. It jumped on me. Daniel H, 499 of the tip chart. Thank you very much. Daniel says, what is the least likely position we draft in any round? This is what we talked about last week. Yes, it is. We were talking about, we went through not round by round. And there was, when I did the article for this, some people were looking at it and they're like, oh, well, they should be drafting this in the first, This no, you're not looking at round and looking at position. We looked at position and looked at potential rounds. You know, yes. and then we, we grouped the rounds. We did high, middle, late, or after, or none. And it could have been a combination right. of the two. So we so then our big question at the end was what's one position that the Steelers will draft and what's one position they won't draft? That was our big question last week. 
So that kind of comes here with this. What is the least likely position we draft in any round? If he's guard. saying at all. Guard. You said guard. Yep. Did I say tight end? No, I said quarterback because remember I yeah. said I don't want him to take a quarterback. I want him to yes. I don't want him to add another quarterback until they do un, um undrafted free agents. Because I think yes. they could get two good quarterbacks there and say, hey, two but two dogs, one bone. You guys will kind of split the split anything that we'd be given that third quarterback in, in camp, and we'll see what happens. So someone did not silence their cell phone. You are fired. You come on. You are a professional. Come on. Everybody else gets. A I am. I yeah, am fired. Time. Yeah. I am a professional. Yeah. No more. Hello. So. You just play so you know. to win the game. Just so you, you know. Play to win the game. So turn it off. <laughs> That's hilarious that huh. you would say the put you because, play to win the game. You wonder why? Because it was a Penguins update, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. That was a text. Oh. From our mother. Oh, <laughs> from our mother. Well, I will tell asking, you. Was, asking if Kyle and company won their game tonight. I want to know if they won their game. Well, I'll tell you this right now. The Penguins did tie it up there. Tied one-to-one in the third with a little over 12 minutes left. Whew, yeah. So, least likely position. You had said guard. I had said quarterback, I think, maybe. I can't remember. I might have said tight end. And tight end was one that a lot of other people said that they didn't think they would draft. Some people even threw out outside linebacker because in this no man's land, the one thing that we we could still have is, you know, are you going to get back to to like a Bud Dupree sign? Hey, and thank you, Daniel H., for the, for the $4.99. So, um, so that's one of those things that could fill up some no man's land time. Anything else, Rich, that you think could no. fill up the no the no uh, man's land time? Oh, that we could um what? Oh, you mean like any, other, like a, any other like a, like a Dupree thing? Um, I think that would have happened. I think if that was gonna happen before the draft, it would have happened. But who knows? Yeah. See see if I'm a Steelers, I'm probably waiting until after the draft on that. Yeah. Because if Again, if the draft just happened to play out the right way and they got a, a, a big time type edge rusher, then there's no need to go sign Alvin Bud Dupree. Yeah. So, um, yep. yeah. So, so, yeah, I really can't think of anything else, though, that, that seems like it's imminent. Now, you, you know, uh, Omar Khan is. Very, very sneaky. Yes. Uh, we sometimes underestimate his sneakiness. <laughs> um, so I don't want to say nothing's going to happen mm -hmm. because about the time I say that, something will happen. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I didn't expect another defensive lineman last night. No, um, I didn't either. But, uh, but yeah. But I mean, the, the Steelers, they only have, let's see, I'm pretty sure that Watts, would then give them 69 players on, on the off-season roster where you can have 90, but you know, you're gonna be adding more. But that's how many players that they'll have for the season because you get the 53 and then the 60 band practice squad. So right. they have that right now. Um, but yeah, that uh it, 
they have the room now even to sign the undrafted free agents without having to cut players, which they've had to do before. But I, I want to bring this one up. This is this is Afton Ford. Uh, has to, she's throwing it out there. And, and of course, I bring it up because she agrees with me. Um, since I think Dave's prediction will turn out to be correct, I think free agency is affecting this year's game more than the draft will. How, do you think the Steelers have done enough with free agency to, re, to improve their team, knowing that they might not have get much play from their draft picks early. Um, yeah, enough to uh, as enough to as I'd like to say, hold down the fort until some of those yeah. early draft picks are ready. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, to me, your Pittsburgh Steelers for the that's really focusing on the twenty twenty three has really come into focus. Um. You're talking maybe, maybe if you could get three players from the draft that contributed all this year, that's good because they don't have to. But boy, right. it's going to be nice if they can. It's going to really be nice if they can. So, and again, if the Steelers make no more free agent moves before the draft, if they don't, it's because I have a feeling that that they might be looking at the draft to say, you know, we got a lot of potential with those first three pits, picks in particular that we could go in any direction. Let's hold off on those free agents. Let's, let's see where we're, where we're might have more need with those last few free agents. We're going to go out and yeah. get, you know, I would, I still wouldn't mind someone like a miles Boykin. That's a special uh, team. Same here. I, something of that nature. Um, oh, and the penguins just gave up another goal. That's what happens when I, when I shouldn't have talked about it. My fault. What we're going to do now is this. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take a break. We're in no man's land. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. And because we're in this no man's land, we're like, what could the Steelers do? Do they really need to do anything? I know what we're going to do. We're going to take your questions. So get them ready. Fire them off in, in, in the live chat. And we're going to do Q&A for the second half of the show. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we are. We are back. This is the Scobro Show. It's still Tuesday night. It's still the nine o'clock hour. I'm a little bit disappointed because it seems because the the, the Penguins have a, had a big opportunity to control their destiny for the postseason against some of the lower teams in the league, and they're blowing it. But you know what? We're here to talk about the Steelers. We're here to talk about the Steelers. So we said it at the beginning of the first half. Rich, you ready to take some questions? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say here, um, after I said that, the first one we, I've got that was the question is from Afton Foran. Back again. What would be your next choice for free agent moves? Hmm. I'm guessing we're talking before the draft. Yeah, just well, your next choice. I guess that's up to you if it's before or after the draft. I got mine. Okay, give yours. Mine's whether it's Bud Dupree or not, it's depth at outside linebacker. Yeah, that would make sense. Or I'm figuring it's depth at outside linebacker or um, experience uh, another ex veteran receiver. Yeah, that's, that's a good one that's too. My, that's that's yep. Yeah, I can see either one of those. So um, here we go. Thomas Riley wants to know, any chance the Steelers try to bring William bring back William Jackson III? I 
I doubt mm. it. I I'm going to say it's it's possible, but the most likely scenario is that the draft goes in a wonky way, that they don't that they're like, oh, well, the the cornerbacks that we want now aren't are gone. We're going to wait because there's someone else we like later, and then those play players that they like later end up being gone before the Steelers pick where they think they could get them. And they don't go cornerback at all in the draft. If they don't go cornerback at all in the draft, then I could see it. Otherwise, I don't know that I even get the point. I don't think he – I don't know that he's willing to come back for the money that the Steelers would offer him, which would probably be right around the minimum. So, sound good to yeah. you? Sounds okay. Sounds good to me. Okay, so here we go. This is Blake Literal. Or literal, 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 one of the two. Did the Steelers load up on free agents so they can afford to trade away picks to move up for one great player? What no. Are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, the Penguins gave up back-to-back goals in less than 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> You know, you're sitting here calling me a non-professional yeah. and my text yeah. went off and, and, and you're oh, sitting here watching the Penguins game. Number changes. You're like, what would happen? No, this is what I say. Do they do that? No. Here's why. Do you think the Steelers are a true Super Bowl contender this year, Rich? Yeah, no. no. They're close, but not. Yes. Uh, they could be close. Are they one great player away? No. I don't think so either. So even if you're drafting this year to really have your star player for 2024, I think it's more than just one. I think the Steelers are in a good place having three picks in the first two rounds and four picks in the first three rounds. So I don't think that that's that's what that that would be the best thing for them because I think they need more beyond 2023. So that's just me. All right. Anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay. So here we go. This is from John Myers. He says, "What part of Kenny's game do you see improving the most next year?" I got my answer. Um, I'm going to say, um, sure, uh, the most. I'm going to go ahead and say his anticipation. Okay, that's a really good one. In other words, you know, like throwing receivers open, something like that? Yes. I think what I want to see the most from Kenny Pickett is the adjusting and changing calls at the line of scrimmage based on the defense. Mm. That's what I want. That's what I want to see him improve on this year because I don't think he could really do it last year because – he wasn't the guy from the very beginning. And even if he was, I don't know if they would have had that been the focus of what he was doing. So that's something I would like to see them do. Not that he has to do it all the time, every play, but sometimes when it's like, this is definitely not the right thing, we've got to check out of this one. Let's go. So I like both of those answers. I like your answer too. All right, so here we go. Sherry Richard says, uh, I think we need help at slop receiver. Do you sign a free agent or draft one? I wonder if you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. Yes. <laughs> you're right, Sherry. We do. I think, you know, Sherry, Sherry, this is simple. Okay. If, if they, if the right guy comes along, they grab him in the, in the draft. If not, then they potentially look what's still out on the free agent market after the draft. Yes. And this is one thing that we 
don't know as Steelers fans. Steelers fans are very apprehensive about trying to count on uh, – um, Sorry, I keep having the same stink bug crawling on my desk that I keep flicking away. <laughs> um, that's what happens when it gets warm outside. Uh, that uh, that the Steelers might think that they have more in an Anthony Miller or Calvin Austin III because they've seen them more than what the fans think. So I would really like for them to have a quote-unquote slot receiver or do you just want to have a bunch of receivers? Do you want one true slot receiver or a bunch of different receivers that you don't know where they're going to line up because they could line up in the slot? I, I'm not sure what they're going for. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. So it depends on what they really want to do. So if they think they want to have a bunch of receivers that could line what, up in the what, slot, they might already have them. Right. Whatever it is, the Steelers <clears> – <throat> However they decide to go with this, I'm going to go ahead and trust them. Yeah. Because until they do something and it doesn't work, I trust them. Yeah. Yep. I know then after mean. it doesn't work, then I'm like, why'd you do that? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, come on. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here's, here's Rob Thithoff. Wants to know, do we draft a backup quarterback in round six or round seven? No. My answer for the reason you stated earlier. Yes. Okay. I want to give you twofold. Not in round six, because they would have to trade up to do that, because they don't have a six round pick. Not in round seven, because I mean, if they have someone they really like that they know that's what they want and they don't want to fight over them, then do it. If not, I think Pittsburgh is an attractive place for undrafted free agent quarterbacks because there's only two on the roster right now. So, yep. but, but if there's one that you think is way better than everybody else, and he's still there with your last pick in the draft, I've got no problem with them doing it. But if I were, if I were to guess, I'm, but if I were to, to say what I want more than likely, I don't think that'll be the case. So therefore I would say no. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says, how come no one is talking about Haskins widows lawsuit? Did you read what I had put in the I Slack have... channel about that? Um, I think yes, and I've read some other stuff as well. Yeah, I think nobody's talking about it because there's not enough info out there about it right now. It, it's good, it's going to be a tough, it could potentially be a very tough lawsuit for her to prove. Mm -hmm. Um, but not impossible. So yeah. until there's more info, though, I don't know there's a whole lot to talk about other than speculation. Yeah, what I feel was the most interesting thing to come out of that was the whole notion that they said there was evidence that he was drugged and blackmailed. Um, that's a very bold claim to make. Yes. That to me, you don't make that claim unless you know it's crazy or that you feel like you have significant evidence against that. To me, that was what I, I drew the most out of that. But to, but also, I think the whole point is that I don't think they're satisfied with the level of investigation of the whole process. That's right. what I think it's really about. They want more investigation into everything with it. So that's why you bring something forward like that in order to try to get the, you know, to try to have the light shown more on what, what happened. And I don't blame them. Don't blame the family at all for that. Um, no, it's, it's 
just about, I mean, almost exactly a year ago. Um, that's a hard thing. Um, and I, I, I don't blame them for not, if they haven't got the answers that they feel that they, that there could be out there, then I don't blame them one bit for trying to get the answers. I mean, my goodness, look at poor Stefan to and his family. They're still trying to get the answers, uh, from right. where his brother was, was killed. So I, I mean, don't, don't stop fighting for your answers. Don't stop fighting. Uh, that's, that's what, that's how I feel about it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for bringing it up Steelers Pittsburgh. Um, that's just one of those things hard to talk about, but at the same time, um, it should be talked about. All right. So here we go. Brian Brown, Brian Brown says, every time I hear about the Steelers in the draft, they may trade up or back. Do the Scobros think the Steelers will trade up back or stay at 17? All right. Being the math guy, I'm going to go with the probabilities, you know, where, what I think the highest probability is, and that is stay at 17. Yes. I think that's the highest probability as well. Stay at 17. Um, now if they don't, which one do you think they do back? All right. I'm going to say they go back and get some more picks. I Now you ready. I'm going to disagree. I think they go up. Okay. And you're like, you want well, to know and why? You're going to have your reasons, and I, I'm probably going to agree with your reasons you why they would. go up. And, 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 and I'm saying this specifically, and that's why I did this follow-up question, because I really want to put this out there. Now, I know this doesn't mean much to everybody else, but one thing that we that, that we are, quote-unquote, forced to do as editors uh, through SB Nation websites is we participate in a mock draft that we go through and the editors, you know, Jeff's the senior, I'm the editor, so I'm on this as well, that we do a mock draft with, with, the, with the SB Nation editors. There were multiple, multiple places, and we didn't ask, of asking people, will you trade back? Will you trade back? Will you trade back? And my goodness, we had to wait three days for one pick because they were waiting for someone to trade back with, you know, will someone trade up with them because they were trying to trade back. It's not just the Steelers. There is a bunch of teams that the pulse on this team is that they would really like to trade back. The pulse on this team is they would really like to trade back. If everybody's trying to trade back, then why is anyone trying to trade up to do that? So that's why I'm saying if the market is more people trading back and you could trade up for cheaper, and it, and it benefits up. you, yeah. then yes. do that. I think there's too many teams wanting to trade back, and that's not good for the Steelers. So ultimately, I would say hold true, take your pick at 17. Hopefully the draft comes to you in the right way. So uh, I'm not allowed to say it who he took. Um, because, but one, uh, Jeff and I made the pick, but we allowed one Jeremy Jerome Betts to, to do the article right up for us. Cause we thought he would do a nice job, but he didn't get a choice on who he took. <laughs> and honestly, cause someone was like, wanted to trade a couple spots ahead. And I said to Jeff, I'm like, looking at this player, this player, and this player, these three players are left. I'm not trading up two spots because we're going to get one of those three anyway. So just, that's the way it fell out. I'm just trying to give you a little bit of insight. You might think nothing to that, but that's just my experience of what I've had so far um, when it comes to those kind of things. And next week, we will not be entertaining trades on our mock draft simulator. We've never done that, um, and that's that's why. So, all right. So let's see. What else do we set? 
Um, there we go. I'm really far behind. I know. This is what always happens when we ask questions. Um, Richard Adamson says, do you think OT is still a big need in the draft, or do you think that another Omar Magitrick might happen in free agency? Um, don't know if we necessarily need a big magic trick. I, I don't know that it's a, again, don't know that it's a big need. But again, you know, if if there's a run on wide receivers and quarterbacks early and some of those tackles fall, then the Steelers may want to say, oh, hey, we can get somebody. Do it. Yeah. There are a couple of names out there, and we'll learn about this in a couple of weeks, that I'm like, um, if that person's there, that's who I would want above anybody else. But I don't think they're going to be there. So, but when it comes to Tad, I don't think it's an Omar magic trick. I think I've been saying it for a long time. I did Stat Geek on it last week. The Steelers are much happier with their tackles than the Steelers fan base are. Yes. Much happier with their tackles yes. than the fan base. And I did a whole big thing. I did a big article about it. I did a full podcast on it. Well, the article was based on the podcast about making the case for Dan Moore Jr. And that is him and Marquise Pouncey are the only two linemen that have really played that much in their first two years for the Steelers since 19 mm -hmm. friggin' 70. Okay. This isn't just recent. This is since the 70s. So my thing is, in a normal situation, we wouldn't have seen that much of Dan Moore Jr. And we would be excited to see what he could bring. He just happened to get experience along the way. You know, we we want to critique Dan Moore Jr. for on his 33rd start because it was his 33rd start and not that it was X amount of time since he was drafted, like we've critiqued other offensive linemen. So that was basically the whole point that I was that I was putting out there. That I'm just like, I don't think the critique is fair. Now, I I I had to lead off the article and the podcast with the disclaimer. I am not saying that that means the Steelers should not upgrade the position. To me, the Steelers should be willing to upgrade any position because the point is to get your team better. Now, is it enough of an upgrade to make it worth it? And that's the thing. If the first, you know, I have, I have like pretty much four tackles that I'd be happy with the Steelers taking at 17 because I feel it's enough of enough of an upgrade to go there. If not, then I'm, I'm fine with them taking a tackle later that could be an upgrade or will definitely be a, definitely be a rotation, a possible swing tackle or something like that. It, it's all in, in how those different things are viewed and seen. So that's my thoughts on tackle. That was a lot of me talking. Of course. But you knew, you knew that's how I felt. I um, yeah. So I do what I can. Um, now I'm trying to find, this is what I'm finding now is some great answers to other questions that were asked. Yeah, keep uh, looking there. There's some there. Yes. We'll get there. Um, Afton wants to know I hope I didn't skip one. Um, will Glenn Thomas affect how they staff the wide receiver room? Hmm. She means staff is in players or staff is in staff. I'm assuming players. Or did you think coaches? Because they already have their wide receiver coach. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think she. Uh, I'm guessing means player as well. No, I don't. I don't. Will it have some effect? Yes, a large effect. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know, depending on what, it's another voice in the room. 
it's another cook in the kitchen. Does it mean that he's going to get his way? No. But does it mean that he can give some input? Absolutely. So, yes. good question. Here's a good one from Frosty the Bear. What happens with Snell and Watt? That's Benny Snell Jr. and one Derek Watt. I'm going to say one of the two is re-signed. Don't know okay. which. But one of the two will be re-signed at the team. I wouldn't be shocked that this is something that the Steelers, that they'll draft. They'll do their undrafted free agents. They might even have rookie minicamp. Then you see about these guys that aren't, haven't been picked up anywhere else. You know, yeah. guys that give you great special teams play and are depth pieces at the, bo- at the bottom of the roster. Because think about it. You still have to think of Derek Watt as being more of a bottom of the roster because they just don't use that position very much in offense. So, um, Blake said, I said it right the first time I saw one there, but now I can't remember which way I said it first. Literal. She says seventh round running back or XFL, USFL running back. No, I think it's more likely to be a Benny Snell. I'd rather have a Benny Snell. Yep. Okay. And awesome stuff was kind of the same thing. Do you think we'll be back at a reduced rate? There is no way Derek Watts coming back anywhere close to what his last contract was for. There's just not the right. demand for him. Yep. You're talking about more of a lead, you know, veteran salary benefit type player, in my opinion. Yes. Okay. Um Steeler Girl 88 wants to know if there's any chance they trade Trubusky. No. No. Nope. 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 Not happening. That that's if he wanted to be somewhere else, they would have. He would have said he wanted to be somewhere else, and they would have let him go for the big part of free agency. That was not what happened. So there we go. So here we go. We're getting some some uh, great answers there. <laughs> Afton wants to know who's in charge of videoing Andrew Wilmer's reaction. I saw when she put that one up there. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know who videotaped that last year, but I don't. I, I bet you most people haven't seen it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw we it. Weren't allowed, we weren't allowed to share it. Is what we were told. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, who knows? He was so sure of who the Steelers were going to take. And he was the one who dropped Kenny Pickett, like, down into the third round in a mock draft. So what are you doing? He had, he had the Steelers trading up one spot in one of his drafts to draft Malik Willis. And I said, why would you trade up one spot for Malik Willis to make sure that, the, that they didn't take him? I'm like, they had their choice of Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. They don't want Kenny Pickett. I'm like, are you sure? No, they haven't shown any interest in Kenny Pickett. I'm like, he goes to he was a pit. They don't have to show any interest. No, they're not interested in Kenny Pickett. He was out of it with that with me. And I'm like, they I don't see them trading up one spot when they when no quarterback had been taken yet. And we saw how 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 yeah. I told you that I said that right after it was the ultimate inside job. Jeff used that as his title for his let's ride the very next day. That was an inside yep. job. Oh, they didn't have to tip totally. their hand about that at all. Nope. Okay. Uh, um, some people are they were getting into the Dan Moore discussion. I'm bringing this up even though it's not a question because Reginald Rivers said Ramon Foster spoke highly of Dan Moore today. I have not heard that yet. He speaks highly of Dan Moore. Ben Roethlisberger speaks highly of Dan Moore. Dan Moore, people were expecting Dan Moore to play like he started for two years and not like a player that's been in the NFL for two years for the Steelers. Because usually if you're an offensive lineman that started for two years for the Steelers, you're on at least year three, if not year four. So I already said that before. I said my piece. Um, before you get to your next question, 
Yeah. I, I got to bring up where Jeffrey Benedict said that, you know, Andrew Wilbar is devastated by the picket pick. We ribbed him for that all season. And just to explain, <laughs> you know, season uh, hasn't stopped. <laughs> yeah, it still hasn't stopped. And, and I don't know. Am I allowed to explain what I saw when I saw his reaction? You, yes, you can. You you can you can give a verbal description. What what and I then, saw, and then and then we'll do a couple more questions and then do our big question. Okay, so so what I saw when that happened with Andrew was a was a toddler not getting their way, throwing themselves on the floor, kicking and screaming. And what is hilarious? Yeah, and that's what it was. And what's hilarious. Yes. Is it? Did you happen to see the Andrew Filipponi reaction to Kenny Pickett being drafted? Because no. honestly, the the biggest reason I didn't want the Steelers to take Pickett was because of him. Honestly, um, that some people that were just saying that I'm like, oh, I don't listen to him anyway. But some people share stuff on Twitter. I'm like, I just need to mute him no matter what because I don't want to hear about it. And then all he did was rip Kenny Pickett. I, I don't know. I don't follow him. Some people say that's what he did this year. I, I couldn't tell you, but. If they would, but what's so funny is if they would have drafted Willis, then those exact two reactions would have been switched. Um, I'm pretty sure. So let's yep. let's get a couple more questions real quick. Brian Brown wanted to know this defensive lineman the Steelers got from Minnesota is he the Steelers' new Chris Wormley? He could very well be. Yeah. Yep. I Good think chance. I wouldn't be Did shocked he... if Je Jeffrey might answer that, but for with our Vertex uh, article that I said we have coming out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Steelers Freak wants to know, is Pickett comfortable with the O-line? I know this wasn't a question for us, but I brought it up anyway, probably. Um, he, he needs to stay in the pocket longer, be more protected against concussions. I still say people are like, oh, Dan Moore Jr. got beat so bad that that Kenny Pickett had to roll out and throw that touchdown to, to, to Najee Harris. I'm like, if you watch that view from behind, Kenny Pickett should have had room to step up in the pocket. Yeah, but he stepped out into the pressure because he was trying to get the right angle to get that ball to Najee Harris. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. I've said it before. Some people disagree, but that's all right. But you norm. I mean, if if edge rushers are going to go wide, you ride them wide. And there's a lot of times that Kenny Pickett needs to be more comfortable with his offensive line. That's why I brought this up. Is I, I think that he does need to have the confidence um, in them. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, and, and I would think that if Pickett wasn't comfortable with the offensive line, that maybe some more things would have happened, or maybe that's why some of the things that have happened have happened. Yeah. So um don't think the coaching staff hasn't looked at that. Yeah. I think they have. So yeah. So I mean, I, I also, you know, a lot of people that are saying that about the about the tackles, they're like, well, Chooks has been around and playing long enough that he's kind of is what he is. But with Dan Moore Jr., they're kind of curious to see how he's going to be in training camp with a different guard next to him. I mean, he's 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 played two years in the NFL and he's been more stable than who's been next to him. So yeah, so that's that's that, that's interesting. So all right, Rich, we need to get to our big question. Okay. I had one at the beginning of the show, and now I'm trying to remember what it is. Because <laughs> you didn't write it down. Because I didn't write it down. I'm too distracted with this crazy, awful Penguins five to two loss. Um, you know they 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 cut it back to, oh man, that it went three to one four. Oh my, it was not good. Because of course the last one was an empty netter. Oh yeah. So so here we go. What I was going to, so we're in no man's land. 
so, and we talked about how that's a good thing. Do the Steelers make another move? We kind of, this was kind of asked exa- before. That's exactly where I was thinking we should go. Do the Steelers make another move between now and the draft? And what is it? Okay. The either it's either no or it's yes, and then you th- then you add it. Okay. Um. No, I don't think they do. I think I think they are. I, I think they're comfortable with where they at right now, and they go in and they draft, and then they go back and plug what they feel are the last few. I'll call them yeah. the 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 little. Oh little yeah. areas of their roster that need some work. Yeah. Don't, don't jump the gun, everybody. Don't jump the gun. Okay. So do they make a move before the draft? To me, if they do anything, it's not going to be a significant one, but since you said no, also say they're going to, I don't, I don't even expect a big move like a Bud Dupree. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you. Maybe, maybe they add a wide receiver or possibly even bring one back. Yes. Is what I'll say. So that was my other option. If I yep. went, yes, I knew that was going to be your other option. That's why, that's why I answered what I felt you thought was going to be your, your other one to go. Okay. Um, so, so there we go. Woo. And people were ready. Um, uh, so here, do, 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 do. Oh, sorry. I'm not used to our, to our thing going out to so many platforms. So, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, steel dog 88 says no. Um, Brian Brown says, Yes, Bud Dupree. Uh, Mr. Woodside says, no, they're done till the draft. Afton Ford says, yes, OLB, because Thomas would like to start rookies, unless they want Bud. Okay. Um, Thomas Riley says, maybe a re-sign. Okay. Just maybe put a put – I'm assuming there's a hyphen in there and not that someone's going to resign. So, yeah. So, it's, so we'll go that with, with a re-sign. Okay. Um, Tyler W. says, did it, come, it didn't come up. Uh, there it is. He says, yes, um, um, the ILB and CB rooms are not good enough, and he thinks they're going to be addressed before the draft. All right. Uh, Reginald River says, yes, wide receiver. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh says, no. Um, Cher Richard says, maybe a slot receiver. If it's not that, then nothing. Ruben Stone says, bring back Bud. Did that come up? Um, uh, Richard Adamson says, yes, bring back a wide receiver. Um, sorry, uh, the next one was about the Penguins. Uh, Frosty the Bear says, Minor move, if anything, so close to draft day. Um, then uh, John, John McComb says, A resign. Um, uh, Great 103 says, One defensive end says, Not sure the position, but I think we signed one guy and it'll be a guy, a depth guy, not known to us. Uh, Robert Lucky says, they are where they are. Okay. And then I skipped this one because I didn't realize it was answering the question. And now I realize it is. Yes. Is that Blake Litterall says thousands of fans will say trade for Devin White. Yeah. Um, but I don't think no one here had said that. So if any more of these come trickling in, we'll get them rich. It was kind of nice to answer some questions because I kind of had that in mind. I'm like, if we're in no man's land, let's just talk about it. And then let's talk about what people want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, that's, that's fine. I mean, look, we're in no man's land. It's not like, I don't think about the Steelers every day, especially, you know, because of this, our Slack channel stuff comes up, people are talking about, yeah. um, 
although it was it was eerily quiet yesterday, well into today, and then today it blew up. <laughs> I was starting to wonder. I almost sent you a message just to make sure Slack was still working at one point. So, mm-hmm. um, because we had been so quiet as a group, and then suddenly everybody, you know, woke up and had some coffee or something, and the Steeler chat got going. Yes, yes, but because uh, I'll be honest with you, it really is no man's land because. I'm struggling with to come to come up with like, man, what can I write about? What articles can I do? And things of that nature. So because I'm like, I I've done so much with the draft. I mean, honestly, some of the stuff I was doing, like, like I might have another one tomorrow. Uh, I did it on Monday. I'm looking at some of the odds, like the betting odds when it comes to the draft and seeing if that paints a different picture for Steelers fans than what they might not have thought of. Because a lot of times those that are setting the odds, we used to say Vegas, but now you don't know where they are when you got stuff like DraftKings and things of that nature that are setting the odds that, that uh, they kind of know what they're doing, but they're also, they bring up things because they're wanting to drive the action. So uh, got some interesting uh, other ones that I'll look at here between now and the draft. Um, continuing to break down my 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 um, whatever happened to draft classes as we lead up to the draft, things of that nature. But other Actually, than that, those, work, have been, those have been fun articles, yeah. by the way. I've yeah. liked those. And honestly, I did it two years ago. All I've done is just updated it for players that are still doing other things. Yes. And I mean, it, it, it is what it is. So, man, that took a lot of research a couple of years ago. But I'm like, might as well uh, might, might as well use my notes on the subject. So, um, but make sure you're checking out all our podcasts, even though we're in no man's land, that doesn't mean that we can't talk about good Steeler stuff. You know, we ended up, I mean, my goodness, we, 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 we circled back to talk about some tackles, had some really good talks with the question about you know, the Dwayne Haskins situation. There's still things to talk about. And that's why you all come to these chats. Now, some of you listen to this in audio form. You're like, this is, you're like, I don't go to the chats, but this is why you're clicking on to listen. Because you're ready to take, you know, you want to talk Steelers? Let's talk Steelers. My, anytime I'm running behind somewhere, like I run in the grocery store or something, you know what my kid's de- default answer is? Oh, someone probably saw him wearing his Steelers stuff and asked him about the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. I'm always ready to talk. Um, so, so make sure you check out the podcasts. Uh, you'll have another Let's Ride tomorrow. Um, then you'll um, Steel City Insider. Um, that that's that's been a fun show to listen to. Um, and then tomorrow night you'll you'll have a you'll have Jeffrey and Shannon again uh, with the curtain call. Um, and make sure you're, you're you're checking out all our earlier shows. Um, it hey we do this for you all. That's why we do it. And check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. That website still exists. And like I said, Vertex should be coming on Thursday. Rich, what do you have to hear to, to say to close us out here tonight? We're, uh, this is going to be nice and short and sweet tonight. So, Good. first of all, the weather out here in Western Maryland this week is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Very much gorgeous, which is why I'm taking tomorrow and Friday off of work to go, to go fishing. fishing. <laughs> um, me and my best friend in my boat fishing. It will be awesome. Thank you to the Steelers right now for giving this me this little bit of time in no man's land where I feel I can do this. 
guilt free. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no major, huge breaking news for the Steelers right now. And that's okay. But really, though, really in the past four or five days, I am really just itching for the draft to get here. Um, uh, like, probably like never before. Uh, I'm just like itching for the draft this year. Uh, and maybe it's because the Steelers have those three, I call them early picks. When you've got three picks inside the top 50, I, that's pretty good. And um, it has me excited. Um, but before that, I can't believe I'm going to say this. We get to go through the Scobro show <coughs> mock draft. Oh, so hard to say. Uh, and we'll be doing that next week. And believe it or not, as much as I hate mock drafts, I do love doing that for that episode. One mock draft, one time, see what plays out and go from there. Hope you all join us next week. I know I'll be here. Dave will be here. We can't wait. Wait.